Coming up on TMS, I need lube advice. But funnin' around. Julie is stiff on the Lido deck. It started with a diarrhea problem. I can has house fire. Foozers, boozers. The love morgue. No full exposure. Full frontal Hannah Montana. Don't dung your D. Added nakedity. Spider-Man is the S word. Come with me if you want to die. Make me a grandpa. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. One local pharmacy has started administering Foozer's booster, booster dose. Foozer's booster, Pfizer's booster dose. If you lie in bed so long that you have to rush, how can you expect to be neat and clean? The Morning Stream, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's the morning stream for Monday, January 3rd, 2022. Look at Ooh, that. First show of the new year. Yeah, man. And we're in the 2220 things of the numbers of the show. Look at we're 2224 today. Oh, we are. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Uh, at least for the next uh, 76 episodes, our shows will begin with the, the year. That's how, about how that? Yeah, that's how we'll remember and not screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so we could, so we won't have any problems writing it on our checks. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I uh, I've already done it a couple times. I did it with some art yesterday. I was drawing something. Yeah. And I put twenty twenty one. I was like, ah, crap. I went and fixed it. Uh, yeah. Did it once on. Uh, uh, oh, uh, a big tweet for a giveaway. I was like, mm-hmm. the first giveaway of twenty twenty one, and then like a hundred people pointed out that I got it wrong. So. <laughs> Listen, when I did the Coverville Countdown episodes, the first one, because I copied and pasted from uh, last year's to make sure I got the titling and all that stuff correct, forgot to change 2020 to 2021. So in December, I still made the 2020 instead of 2021 mistake. Oh, man, you're a whole year behind on mistakes. Whole year behind. That's that shit up. Hey, so listen to this. Uh, I promised myself I was going to say that word less because I got this dad who wants his kids to listen to the show. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to say the S word less, okay? Dad and And by the S word, you mean Spider Man. Spider Man. Oh, you did it. Oh, no. Someone's going to rage quit and leave the show forever now. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, inside baseball. Let's get into the the, the goings on here. So, uh, it is our first show of the new year. Well, I guess technically, no, yeah, because the New Year's Eve thing crossed. It was on New Year's Eve. Yeah. If we lived in Zimbabwe, then it would have counted, but we didn't. (laughs) I'm sure there was somebody that downloaded. There are probably a lot of people who downloaded that bonus Friday New Year's Eve streamathon episode after the clock struck midnight and Miley Cyrus's yeah. top fell off. Oh yeah, and uh, basically got that as the first show of the year. I heard of that. Did that actually? Did yeah. she actually? Were there was there full exposure? Did she lose? It was not full exposure. Like it was the camera was uh, panned really far back, and she had her arm covering when she realized what started happening. Yeah. Um. Then she turned around just dropped the top and pulled her arm away. So people playing in the band, the backup singers and the bands and and all that stuff Mm -hmm. uh, did get a full view, but she went in the back. Everybody kept singing, like the background vocalist kept singing the, the, uh, the, the Pips version of party in the USA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. They kind of they kept the little backgroundy yeah. going. That's they awesome. Kept, they kept the whole song going, and finally she came back out and put on a blazer and said, "This is the most clothing I've ever worn on stage." <laughs> How you doing, y'all? She'd say, "Hey, y'all." She'd say, "Hey, y'all." 
Uh, whatever. I've heard her do a bunch of uh, solo covers that have made me that have convinced me that she's one of the most talented singers she's, right now. She's the real deal. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, she's really good. Uh, I'm impressed. Yeah. She came in like a wrecking ball, Scott. And, yeah. Uh, and she's leaving like a topless lady. Yeah, and she's uh, dancing with Molly, which is really nice. Yeah, it's Molly, fine. Molly, Molly was just sitting there on the side with nothing to do, and now she's dancing yeah. with Molly. Comedic actress Molly Shannon. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> by the way, my recommendal of the other two, which was um, the show that's got Molly Shannon as the parents of like a a Justin Bieber level popular kid, and then the two older siblings oh. that <laughs> yeah. that can't cut a break. Yeah. That is that ended up on. Uh, somebody's like uh, Entertainment Weekly's top ten TV shows of uh, of twenty twenty one. Oh, look so. at you! You're a tastemaker, dude. Look at you. I don't want a tastemaker. I just uh, just I just want more people to check that show out. Is all I want. Well, it's on my list. I, I because of you when I was on the treadmill this morning. Guess what I watched? You want to guess? Guess what I watched? <laughs> I know it wasn't Parasite. It wasn't Parasite because I'm not doing uh, that on a treadmill. That'd be weird. Let's see. On the treadmill, you watched. I'll give you a hint and it'll narrow it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. An arm, uh, uh, documentary. I'm going to say Armageddon. That makes no sense. Armageddon. You watched Armageddon. Yeah. That's so weird you say that. I watched Armageddon this weekend. Cause, oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, well, was it? Oh, not documentary. So it wasn't Don't Look Up. That, that actually no. is what made me want to watch um, Armageddon because that's like the the, ooh, how if the world's all got together and stopped the asteroid thing, whereas don't look up is, no, this is probably what we really do. It's probably happen. what we do, yeah. We deny it until it hit. Uh, no, it's, uh, uh, I'll give you another yeah, hit, Mu- musically directed uh, uh, documentary. Oh, oh, Get Back, the Beatles thing. Incorrect. Close. Oh, damn it. You're, you're getting there. <laughs> oh, uh, the Sparks Brothers. Sparks is correct. The Sparks nice. Brothers thing. Excellent. I... I mean, I'm only halfway through because I did. That's yeah. how long my walk yeah. was, and I'll or my run was, and I'll do it later today again. But uh, that is totally my jam. I love everything about those guys, and and those you know what they said early are. on? They said that they are at the crossroads of influential yeah. uh, and, and unknown. Obscure. Yeah, I was one of the. I didn't know who they were. I've never heard of them before. I really yeah. have never. And and now that I see it, I'll hear a pinch of a song and go, "Wait a minute, I know that from somewhere." But for the most part, this is all new to me, and they're fascinating, fast, they really fascinating. Are. Especially Ron Mail, like Ron Mail, the keyboard, the older brother, keyboard player, mustache. Let's say Charlie Chaplin mustache, just to <laughs> sure, sure. We won't inv- invoke the other usage that we're all. We familiar won't. With. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I saw them perform. The only time I've ever seen Sparks live is when they came to town with um, Franz Ferdinand, and they formed the band F- FFS. Oh yeah, <laughs> for F's sake, or Franz Ferdinand Sparks, sure. and um, we we got there early enough to where we had front row seats. I've got some amazing photos of the band and of Franz Ferdinand, the the dude from Franz Ferdinand, kind of looking directly at me. This oh, cute wow. guy, that's you know, cool. I'm, I'm I'm straight and all, but that's a handsome that's a handsome man right there. Yeah, he's a good looking Ferdinand. dude. Sure. Yeah. But uh, for the whole rest of the time, I could not take my eyes off of Ron Mail. He is always <laughs> mugging. He is always hamming it up. Yeah. And his freaking dance moves, even at whatever, 70. He's like 72 or something now. Or 72 something. Yeah. are still <laughs> absolutely hilarious. Yeah, they're they're really great. And I also thought before this, when you had recommended the documentary, yeah, I know you'd said as much, but it, in my head, they were still... Like weird British band, 
Yeah, right. They're not at all. Not at all. They're California's all get out. Right, but but for several years, for the Island Records years, when they were on the Island Record Records label, they lived in the UK and they were huge there. Like, they they broke into the top ten with more than just that "Cool Places" song when they were in the when uh, they were in the UK. I think I'm at the part where we're about to talk about that move. Oh, nice! How far in I am, but um, yeah, it's fascinating. I love all these guest guys. Like you know, Beck is in there. Yankovic talking about the band. Yeah. I like yeah. Beck because when Beck first came on, yeah. everyone else had said like so-and-so and then below them, the Dirty Turnips or whatever their band was, right? <laughs> right. Yes. So everybody had a name and then a band underneath. Beck says Beck. And then the little subtitle says, see above. It's amazing. See above. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't catch that. It's so good. What a That's creative, really stupid creative idea. I loved it. Yeah. Anyway. Good. Oh, I'm glad you're checking that out. It's yeah. funny. That was a theater recommendal that uh new mutants was the first movie that got me into uh post-pandemic theaters mm-hmm. and had and basically my uncle and i had a theater to ourselves for that one and um and then sparks brothers also was another theater trip and i think there were maybe two other people in that theater as well it was like oh yeah i probably yeah. had that whole damn thing to yourself pretty much we it was did, really yeah. it's really good and it's on netflix everybody so uh if you didn't get a chance to catch it when it first hit it's uh it popped up, and I went, you know what? I'm watching that when I fire up mm-hmm. this here treadmill, which I need to lubricate. I need some advice. Oh, yeah. I need yeah. lube advice. Yeah. Uh, my my treadmill has not been lubed since I bought yeah, it in it 2013. Needs, needs to be. So what you're do you supposed do? To do it, you're supposed to do it every year. You um, you get this stuff. It comes in a bottle. Um, I bought that, so I have that. I have that over there, so I'm good there. Okay. But how do I apply it? What do you do? You you can uh, – some treadmills have a lever that, that – shrinks the size of the um the table that you're running on like basically it just pulls the either the back runner or the front runner closer to the middle so that it loosens the belt okay and then you can apply the you just go you just squirt a line of it down there and and it does it itself so it's the belt itself itself that i'm trying to lube not the wheels right the belt itself is what you're okay what you're lubing all right I'm a, <laughs> my, uh, my favorite documentary of 2021 was The Belt Itself. It was a fantastic The Belt run. Itself. Oh, so uh, good. Yeah, with six John episodes. Burnham. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> John Burnham. But yeah, like I, 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 I just have always been afraid to try it because I don't know what I'm doing because I don't want to wreck anything. Like put a right. bunch of oh, lube no, in the gears. Don't. Oh, AV Tech John just put a great uh, video in the chat room. How to lubricate a treadmill belt. All right, I'm copying that out. I'm that saving like it. The bro from 24 Hour Fitness who, uh, you know. Who says, hey, only one towel. Only one towel. Oh, I love that guy. He's my favorite yeah. kind of guy. All right. Hey, I found some some stuff, and I wanted to share a little bit of this. So I was, I'm trying to clean out my studio, and in here are a bunch of boxes that I haven't looked at in 10 years. You, uh, uh, this, I noticed this weekend you were in uh, old photo or 20, uh, uh, sorry, yeah, 2012 photo mode and opening up old boxes mode yeah, and, and all 20, that stuff. The 2012 thing came from uh, a hard drive clean out, and I was like, 2012 N12. What is this? I, like it wasn't the pattern wasn't working in my head. Yeah, and it was yeah. Nerdtacular 2012, <laughs> and it was full of these photos of everybody, us included, and it was just a trip looking at all that. That's so cool. Um, but anyway, I found this tape. Uh, this is the one I still have to go and do some work on because it's so old. It's it's like really bad quality. So mm-hmm. I captured the entire both sides of this thing, and then later I'm going to go in and see if I can't fix it up some. Mm. But it didn't break. Anyway, it's this. Look at that. Wow. Hold this up. So, oh, gosh dang it. Hold on. Where's my camera? There we go. 
So this says on it, for oh. some reason, my dad wrote water upside damage down. on the label. There. Yeah, do you see that? That's awesome, right? Yeah. Also, yeah, you were about to say that your dad writes upside down yeah. on the label. Yeah. I don't, I have no idea what that's about. I don't get it. I want to add one other. There's other text on the label, Blaine. I know. You just follow the follow the direction of that text. Yeah. What the hell, Blaine? So it says Scott and Dad, age one and a half to two and a half, and then the years are 1970 to 1971, oh, which wow. would have been all right or about right. And on there is a bunch of me just gurgling and talking and yapping and basically sounding a lot like Van at that age. Okay, I Twitter lied. Okay, Twitter lied. <laughs> uh. You can eat rice, that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, but what I so that one's still kind of in the works or whatever. But I found some clips and I got to play some of these. Okay, cool, yeah. So it's this will span a little bit of generations here. But um, Brian, tell me if this is familiar to you. Okay, I know it will be because I know you. But you, you just have to tell me. Here you go. Duty Mento on the Rock FM one hundred and three KRSP Salt Lake City. All right, so that was our local station that carried him. Yes. So he's doing a local pod. So many cassettes of the Dr. Demento, the Dr. Demento show. I recorded it like ad nauseum and I found all yeah. my old tapes of that stuff and I don't need any of it. So I just capped out a few things where he says stuff just to be nostalgic about uh, it. But man, Dementos and Dementites. <laughs> In junior high, I was glued to that 10 o'clock Sunday night. Yeah. Supposed to go to bed, school the next day. Didn't matter. I stayed up and listened to Dr. Demento. That's how it went. Uh, then I found uh, me at age 12 Who? talking about a diarrhea problem <laughs> with a, with a wow. dog, not with a That's person. Still, so unlike you. It's so uh, weird. It's so weird. I my, mean, if there's anything else that tracks. <laughs> my radio it's career like, began with a diarrhea story. Um, yeah, it's 40, 40 years and nothing's changed. Now, my kids want to point out that for some reason I've adopted a, a strangely almost Southern accent at age 12. <laughs> I don't remember this or why I talked this way, but I'll play it and let you guys judge. All right, so here's me, age 12. 11, maybe. I may have been 11. Uh, I couldn't figure the year out on the tape, but anyway, here it is. So this is me talking to my brother, I think. She let Muffin in during the night at 12.06, and she wasn't supposed to. Now Muffin had diarrhea in the front room. She did? Yeah, and then this morning, Mom put her back in, and then I her let her out again. Ever she told her not to. So that's just me and the other wow, siblings. Uh, <laughs> that's what Nick said. Nick called me Opie. Uh, I shared that around, and I I, I don't know what geez, that was about. Well, I don't know. Aunt B might have put some diarrhea in one of them pies. <laughs> I wasn't a Southern kid at all. Like I married a Southern girl, but that wouldn't be for another. 20 something years so <laughs> so it's really 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 odd obviously um dog dog diarrhea and this is me laughing in the same tape <laughs> i mean puberty was not even next door it was like a thousand miles away uh oh that's awesome all right yeah, and then, somewhere i've yeah. got some of those tapes too and i wish i could find them. oh you gotta yeah. find them dude you gotta convert I know, them I know. I, i'm using this uh greg for walkman sent me this long time yeah. ago i'm using it to transfer uh, just straight analog out of this old Walkman into I've, digital. I bought one that's a USB that that I used for uh, for something, and so I still have it. I just need to I just need to find those tapes. Yeah, it's pretty cool to, to hear all this stuff. And I'm going to keep the tapes because you know they break fine, whatever. But now at least I have a backup. Yeah. Uh, here's my daughter. Okay, so now let's jump ahead to 1990. Hold on, I'm sorry. Let's jump ahead to 2003. Okay, this is my daughter. Singing. No, I'm sorry. Let's jump to 1997. 
Sorry, okay. I got my dates mixed up. Here's Taylor at, uh, at that age. See, that's weird. She's a mom now and stuff, right? Isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah. She she made you a grandpa. Yeah, she did. And then when she was like, uh, same tape, I said, what happened to you last night? And her answer was this. I threw up. Yeah, she threw up. <laughs> she threw I up. I love that all of our audio clips have to do with vomit and <laughs> diarrhea. You know? And people say, oh, Brian, your morning squirm questions are gross. <laughs> I'm muting because of your questions. I freaking love it. Anyway, and it does. Yes, it sounds like it's recorded on wax, but it's not. It's just these tapes are old, man. They lose their. I mean, I can't believe the one from 71 gave me anything. Right. Yeah. Like I was shocked by that. Practically dissolved. It's it's because it's uh, like a Sony or a Maxell or a TDK, man. If it's off brand real tech. That yeah. thing is dust. Yeah, it's that dust. Thing is Thanos uh, level dust. And I've got some in here I'm really concerned about. Like some of these tapes look a little wrinkly. One of them I did put in, and it, it immediately started eating the tape, so it's mm-hmm. sticky or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's something from February 4th, 1989. No idea what it is, but later I'll give it a shot. So anyway, yeah, back fun. back in those days, we you and I both had dreams of being uh, DJs, right? And so mm-hmm. we'd record like we were. Either introducing songs, which is what I was doing, or mm-hmm. uh, telling jokes. I have somewhere, somewhere there is a, a cassette of me and my Uncle George performing a Hostess Fruit Pie ad from an Incredible <laughs> Hulk comic book. Shut up, dude. A table reading, a table reading of a Hostess Fruit Pie. Uh, Here, Hulk, have a Hostess Fruit Pie. Okay. Mm. Wow. Cherry filling. I mean, that's like somewhere that exists. You have one job in 2022, and it is <laughs> to find that tape and find uh, that tape, yes. salvage it ASAP. But uh, if you have a bunch of these old things, you need to get them converted, man. There's somebody on Twitter who's got a whole setup for this. He's got reel to reel, two reel to reel decks, wow. plus a regular cassette conversion thing. Yeah. Uh, and he's just converting, you know, use it to convert all this stuff. I've got video I need to do this with. I have so much to do with it. And I know there's like services. You can just send all your like Super 8s into some whoever and they'll make Blu-rays out of it or, or a hard mm-hmm. drive full mm-hmm. of files or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I haven't really looked into it. But uh, yeah, a real nostalgic oh, day for me yesterday. The only pain in the butt, Brian, is you forget. All right. In the, in the era we live in now, digital, MP3s, whatever, there's no fast forwarding or rewinding. You just skip around. Right, These there's things, no, there's no instant. You mean there's no like instant jump to the next track or the to, right, the next bit. It's like fast forward. Yeah, it, or if you and I want to get anything done, you can't just flash record it. You can't just go, okay, this no. tape just go whoop, and it's in. You got to play right. the whole thing and just let it run for ninety minutes. Yes, right, and hope that you capture some gems. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I set an alarm every 45 minutes or whatever each side was <laughs> and then would leave it, right? And then come That's back and then do. I'd yeah. scan it for some like fun bumps in the waveform and go, oh, what's that? And for some reason, I had a tape full of Betty Davis eyes on repeat. <laughs> Is that weird? <laughs> Just- We're on our same song marathon coming on three hours of... Betty Davis eyes by Kim Carn. That's all it was. Was Kim Carn singing that over and over and over? I don't know why I did did it, but I did. I don't even how I did it. I don't remember how I did it. Oh, and then I found all my uh, Letterman tapes, like old late night with David Letterman. Was on NBC in the eighties, and it's just audio of him doing his show. I got I got a bunch of them with uh, what's his name from the Columbus Zoo coming on, and 
like some of my favorite guests. <laughs> uh, not Jack Handy, uh, but Hannah. something like that, right? Hannah. Yeah, yes. Jack, Jack Hannah. Hannah. And I used to take yeah. those to school and like sneak a listen in class because I was bored. And I was just having a real, I was reliving it yesterday, man. That's how it was going yeah. for me. Yes, yeah, Letterman was on NBC. Letterman was NBC for, for the first uh, batch. He was even, you know, had a morning show. Letterman. Yeah, before like that. Show. Yeah, and the night, the late night show, which is currently occupied by Seth Myers, mm-hmm. uh, was the same one that uh, uh, what's his beak, who's Tonight Show guy now. Uh, can't think of his name. I can't think of his name. Uh, Bill uh, Billabon. It's probably a Jimmy because they're all Jimmy's. Jimmy nowadays. Fallon. There you go. Yeah, there you Jimmy go. Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. Before that, he took over for Conan O'Brien, who took over for Dave. That's the same time slot. Uh, and Dave was there for like 10 years. So now if you're super young, I get it. You wouldn't know. But that was mm-hmm. my formative, mm-hmm. sneaky, stay up till midnight business. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, you it. know, you're... Uh, I love Letterman. I loved, uh, you know, a lot, of the, a lot of the people you mentioned. Probably my Letterman was Dr. Demento, was, was me wanting to create a show of weird music and and goofy stuff and have a syndicated thing that was on all across the country and gone the rock q 105 he's dead right <laughs> he's not alive anymore i think he's alive no he's still alive he um they actually came out with a great cover album two years ago of covers of huge songs from the from the dr demento years like um uh, mm. let me find it here well, he's 80. Okay, he's still around. He's still around. Um, let me find it here. So, like, here we go. It's called Dr. Demento Covered in Punk, and it's, like, covers of um, Marvin, I Love You, the Marvin, the Paranoid Android thing, and um, uh, Fish Heads, and Monster Mash, and Manamana and mm-hmm. the Cockroach That Ate Cincinnati. Like, you hear these things, you're like, oh, my God, I haven't thought about that song. Or the, the weird sexual one of the woman who can't wait for the guy to come over and install the telephone line. oh yeah that one's weird it was weird creepy and weird yeah yeah, yeah. he he says here in his wikipedia is he had the uh he had an eighty-five thousand deep uh, record collection Eighty-five thousand. Eighty-five thousand deep yeah. oh my god that's what he claims wow. uh special appearances blah, 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 blah. he's got some on edison cylinder and still ways to play that stuff wow man yeah well, we thought we were real that's cool. Probably, that's yeah. probably where you would have actually, if you did hear Sparks, you probably would have heard Sparks on uh, the Dr. Demento show. Because I think they'd occasionally play their weird cover of Do Re Mi and um, Actually, Girl that from might Germany. be. Maybe that's what I'm hearing on yeah. that dock and going, oh, I recognize that, but only yeah. barely. That's probably this, it. This town ain't big enough for the both of us. Huge yeah. song, by the way. And Faith we didn't, No More covered it. Darkness yeah. covered it. We didn't have cool recorders either. All we had was a radio and then you'd put a tape recorder next to the radio yes and yeah. record from the speaker which is so janky but it's what we had oh, yeah. it's what, what we, we had yeah. and ours was the kind where uh you had one button for play and another button for record but to make sure you accidentally didn't record thing you had to push the record and play buttons down together yeah like same time that yeah. that same time <laughs> yeah. what's really throwing me on this thing is it has an auto reverse thing so if you get to the end of yeah. the tape it'll flip there's also oh, yeah. a, a red button here that does that very function. Like if you're in the middle of things, you just want to flip sides. The, pro- that, the problem with that is I never know which side is playing. So rewind and fast forward oh. are relative to what you're doing. And so I never know what I'm actually doing. 
I don't know how. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't oh, know how we okay. lived with that back then. That seems like a, an oversight by the uh, the Sony gods at the time. It just seems like a weird thing, but whatever. <laughs> Molly Fan says, "Weird Al just covered this town. I know. I just played it on Thursday's episode of TMS at the very end. But if you're a live a live listener, you wouldn't hear that. Oh yeah, you probably wouldn't have heard it. He's also yeah. in that documentary. We've come full circle. Well done, everybody. He is, he is playing uh, that very song that that, uh, that song came from. That uh, yeah." He played a little on the documentary as well. He's got his his organ. That's his, what I was just saying. Oh, you were saying uh, he had the organ on there? Oh, he hasn't played it he yet. The accordion. Then, he plays the accordion. Uh, he plays a, a an instrumental accordion cover of this town ain't big enough for the both of us, and it's that cover that we played the full version of on TMS uh, last week. Okay, I haven't gotten that far, I guess, because right now he's just holding it. He's got it out. Oh, like, really? Okay. I'm gotcha. like, oh, he's got it out. He's gonna. What's he gonna do with it now that it's out? That sounds dirty. And Jamie's happy I said it. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, Micah in Syracuse, New York, uh, sent us a quick email. I wanted to read. Uh, it's an email about chocolate. Good morning, Scott and Brian. I'm a big fan of your show and listen to it every morning. I often tell my wife about funny and interesting things you guys talk about. And when you brought up the subject of whether UK chocolate was better than US chocolate due to the souring agents, I was intrigued and told my wife about it. She was then or then surprised me for Christmas and got me a box set of UK chocolate bars called Great British Treats. That sounds like a show, a, a spinoff of the greatest baking <laughs> thing, doesn't it? Today on Great British Treats, Jackie <laughs> spills chocolate all over the floor and has to clean it up. Yeah. And then there's like some sort of uh, fancy dance music and it's all and everyone's nice to each other. I want this right. show. It sounds great. Anyway, too, yeah. he goes on to say, we have been taking one bar at night and sampling it for fun, like in your food segments, and they are indeed quite rich and delicious. Mm-hmm. Our favorite was called Star Bar, which had a peanut butter, whatchamacallit, vibe to it. Uh, oddly enough, a couple of days at work, uh, or a go at work, I had a small bag of Hershey's Kisses. I popped a couple, and let's just say they hit differently. Seems like there might be some mm-hmm. truth to that souring agent business after all. Have a great day, and thank you guys for what you do, Micah in Syracuse. Oh, yeah, look at that. The Star Bar. I think we've had those on the show. Cadbury Star Bar. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like a Twix, right? It's like uh, chocolate, or I'm sorry, yeah, uh, a cookie in the middle, but more like a whatchamacallit cookie, he's saying. Then a layer of caramel, and then a layer of chocolate all around. Oh, that. there it is. We did have this. We've had this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when we got the, By British the way, stuff, we'd take my, more if you wanted be, to send them. Because there's a uh, star bar in Denver, my results are a mix of this dive star bar uh, on Broadway. Oh, no <laughs> <Right>? way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this chocolate bar, which is great. That's hilarious. Uh, why does Wikipedia's like click on my image to make a bigger one? Why are they often smaller? I don't understand. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. What's going on over there? Wikipedia? I gave you eh, money you this know. year. Whichever, like, whichever uh, Wikipedia editor posted that photo posted a smaller photo than the th- than the thumbnail that's well right done. well done well done indeed all right we're gonna get done away up in it today's monday you know what that means time for some prizes to give out to some people who can't listen live and uh we always love doing that so stick around for that uh that starts up shortly and also it's the squirm so maybe brian will have a weird topic that'll gross you all I will. out i'll have five weird topics that'll make you go Ugh, really yeah. all right it's topics that make you go Ugh. all right let's see where what am i looking for here this Welcome, Brian Dunaway, to the fray. Hello, Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. How are you doing? Hey, it's a big day. Oh, hello. It's a big day. At 3.30, we're doing the first uh, Play Retro today. You excited or oh, what? Oh, is that today? Yeah. I totally forgot. No, I haven't forgotten. Of course, I remember. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's a new week. It's a Monday. You know how much I love those? It's the first Monday of the year. I may explode. Well, don't explode. 
So we we need we need you. So don't explode. That's bad. Well, I mean, not figuratively. Oh, all right. Well, then I'll I mean, re- I mean, you know, in reality, I'm going to explode. Boom. Oh, oh, perfect. No, what I mean oh. is no, not figuratively. Yes, figuratively. Yeah. Look, it's the first Monday of the year. It's always a little rough. I understand. <laughs> uh, hey, it's good to have you here. That'll be uh, something we'll talk about toward the end here. We'll make sure people know everywhere to go and check it out and all that stuff. But before we do any of that, it's uh, time for Babel Royale. Uh, the squirm thing edition. I forgot the name. So we'll let Brian Ibbett take care of it and explain the, the whole damn squirm. thing. Yes. Welcome to the Morning Squirm, a back and forth trivia game where our players will match wits on topics that uh, Cliff Clavin would have offered up at the Cheers Bar. I didn't come up with a replacement for that for this morning. Scott and Brian are going to take turns answering multiple choice trivia questions. And if they get it wrong, well, the other player gets a point. The player with the most points after five questions wins the prize for their contestants. And you're asking, who are these contestants you speak of? Well, they're members of the tadpole that aren't able to listen live uh scott you're gonna be playing for matt quanborough mm. of england nice oh and uh brian you're gonna be playing for nick milton of ottawa ontario Ooh. canada so i like milton's yeah they all yeah, have so they all have better chocolate than we do both they all have better chocolate for yeah. sure like us uh, uh matt quanborough might be might be enjoying a star bar as he listens to this yeah. listens, oh. to, listens to his win i hope he is uh, by the way, the prizes today, uh, the winner is going to get a pair of Steam games, which is great because no postage, Guts and Glory, and Ring of Pain. I'll always be Ring of Pain. Ring of pain. Uh, the runner-up gets a Garage Bad Trip. <laughs> I'm so, having uh, tantric sex for three days. That's what he should say. <laughs> All right, nice. Oh, wait, Guts and Glory, you said that's a good game, and so Guts is Ring of Pain. Yeah, they're both good. Both yeah. good uh, picks. Ring of, Ring of Pain Garage is a... Uh, is that not a good game? No, Garage Band, I have, just haven't played it. Uh, I don't know what that would mean. Uh, Garage Bad, Bad Trip. Have to look it up. But Ring of Pain yeah. currently on uh, Game Pass as well. Very cool, stylized, turn-based strategy thing that I was blown away by. It's very cool. Oh, very that's cool. Yeah, right. I love it. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to this. Uh, Brian, I think you won last time, so we're going to start with Scott. Sweet. Didn't that happen last uh, time too? I think I started both times because I, I keep losing. Yeah, that is uh, that is my. Oh, I gotta hide the chat. Yeah, go away. Oh, yeah, hide the chat. Yeah, get out of here. I, don't I, know, I, mean, I thought you said hide the cat. I'm like, why do you have to hide the cat? Ah, the cat is yeah, always looking. Yeah, he cheats. <laughs> the answer is all right. Uh, Scott. Yeah. OJ Simpson <laughs> almost got the lead role in this movie. Really, didn't almost. I mean, it wasn't even close. But the director passed because he thought he was quote too pleasant. Was it Rambo, Friday the 13th, Terminator, or The Fast and the Furious? Well, it's no way it's Fast and Furious. I think at that year, the year that came out, he was in jail for the Vegas thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, um, it's my thing. I'm taking it back. Give me the first three again. Yes. Rambo, Friday the 13th, and Terminator. Oh, Let's geez, go with Terminator because I want... I want that to be true, whether it is or isn't. Let's go with Terminator. Is the answer Terminator? Yes. Yes, it is. There's, oh, I never uh, heard that. There was rumor that the the uh, pa- the uh, painting of Schwarzenegger on the poster was just Schwarzenegger's face painted over uh, O.J. Simpson's face. It never even got that far. James Cameron dismissed it. Like he said, O.J. Simpson? Yeah, nope. no, uh-uh, he's not right. <laughs> Did he, I mean, so I assume that means he he applied or he uh, auditioned. He, he was he was very briefly considered, okay. and uh, according to James Cameron, uh, 
uh, let's see. Let me correct that right now. Uh, no, OJ Simpson was never in the mix at all. That was rejected out of hand before it even got any tracks attraction. Okay, so there was some kind of like thought that he could be the dude, and yes. then he's like, "No, we're so not doing Simpson, that." There, there probably was a, was a list of people that were a certain build, and right, he probably right. fit, and that was it. Yeah, but so, he would, he's only exactly. the, that. That would have made him only three years shy of killing two people. So. <laughs> I think they dodged a bullet. I think they did well yeah, by not exactly. having him do it. Yeah. You're closed. Give them to me now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> I, know what, I know what you're going to do in a couple of years. Take them. Come with me if you want to live, but only for a couple more years. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Brian. Oh, hi. In Italy, the Disney movie Moana was renamed Oceania. So it wouldn't be confused with what? Okay. A, the Italian word for... Uh, I'm not going to say that word. Let's say, um, saying word for vagina. What was it? Uh, vagina. Rear, rear, uh, the back end. Yes, we'll <laughs> say the back end. Okay. Uh, a famous Italian porn star. Uh, C, a popular type of pasta. Or D, the Italian word for bitch. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm going to need to read that question over, but fill in that A with whatever you wanted to fill in. <laughs> Because I got I got totally sidetracked. Sure, Go ahead. Sure. Uh, in Italy, the Disney movie Moana was renamed okay. Oceania, so it wouldn't be confused with A, the Italian word for butt play, uh, B, yeah. a famous Italian porn star. I think I just made it worse, didn't I? <laughs> I'm actually saying the I wasn't sure word. what it was. Yeah. Uh, C, a popular type of pasta, or D, the Italian word for bitch. Well, I'm sure they could care less if it was a popular pasta. I mean, that would be no confusion. Who would care? Be like, oh, how right, cute! Right. You're talking about pasta. Yeah. Um, a porn star. I don't know if they could. I don't think that would move the needle. I don't know. You um, know, uh, it's got to be. It's got to be the the butt plug. Wherever you were afraid to say a right. <laughs> Hey, whatever the whatever related to the butt. Uh, yeah, related, the, you, the you can even I'm... you can't even say the word. <laughs> Therefore, it makes me think. <laughs> All right, is it? Uh, is the answer the Italian word for butt funning around? Uh, it is not. Oh, it's oh, not. Oh. Oh. Wow. Scott gets the point. Your remaining choices are a famous Italian porn star. A popular type of pasta or the Italian word for bitch? Well, I'm going to go logic. I'm going to just do a weird logic jump and reverse the thinking and say it's the pasta just for, I don't know why. I feel like they'd be weird over there. Uh, Have a little Moana Fadjul. Yeah, like if it was macaroni or something, it would be annoying. You'd want to change it. Right. And it does end with the A-N-A, which is like marinara or uh, parmigiana and uh, carbonana. Let's pretend that's with an A, with an N instead of an R. Uh, It is not a popular type of pasta. Now, uh, the first four letters of Moana are what? Moa. Moan. Moan. It's absolutely a porn star name. Moana. Bunch of prudes. What? I (laughs) thought they were all free over there. Yeah, I thought they were all free and putting boobs on billboards and stuff over in Italy. What is this? This whole European thing that I keep hearing about. Okay, never mind. Fine. Yeah, forget it. I mean, you know, you don't want some kid to go to the. Are they not the same same country? No, that was a different country. Which is the one that has the um, the the children's show about the guy with the kid with the penis? Oh, which one is that one? Oh, oh, um, oh, I forgot what country that is. 
It's a weird thing. Um, it's a weird thing. Sweden, Norway, something Sounds like, like that. The Swedes would do something yeah. like that. Iceland. Yeah, there. It's freaking weird. Don't look it up, mm-hmm. everybody. It's really weird. Yeah, don't look it up. Uh, all right, back to Brian. You can look it up. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Back to Scott. Uh, <laughs> you can look it up. <laughs> you can look it up. Yeah, Denmark. But people are saying Denmark. Denmark? Well, if you do, you Denmark. might do this. It's true. All right, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Scott, long before condoms were invented, yeah. uh, people didn't use an old fish, uh, but they did use <laughs> a, other forms of protection. Which of these wasn't once a form of contraception? Was not. Okay. Was not one of these is not. Hey, is it so animal intestines? We've tried a lot of things. We've yeah. tried a lot of things. Go We've ahead. We've tried everything. Yeah. 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 Uh, was it A, animal intestines, B, acacia fruit, C, beeswax, or D, crocodile dung? Was Cro- not one of those. Dung. Was crocodile not dung used. D. Yeah, Ooh, dung don't put it on your D. Dung did it. Uh, give me the, the 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 first one again. Sure, animal intestines. Oh, okay, that one I know is real. They've done that. I want, oh, I'd love to say that crocodile poop because why would you? But then yeah. why would it be on this list? Don't put the crocodile dung on your D. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yo, you it's, dip. It's not a condom. <laughs> yeah. You got to dip your D in the, in the dew. Um, all right. I'm going to say, um, um, uh, Let's say crocodile poop. I don't know. Sure, I, yeah, I don't sure. Know. Let's say that. Yeah. Is it crocodile poop? It is not. Damn it. What is point. wrong with people? Why You're, did you, do uh, that? <laughs> exactly. you know where that goes, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can see the guy being okay with it, but like now, yeah, that's <laughs> now. horrible. I wouldn't. Oh that's horrible. Gosh, that's horrendous. Uh, I mean, it'll keep. You know, if if a form of contraception is abstinence, then uh, yeah, pretty yeah. much do it right that's there. A good, a good yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, your remaining choices are animal intestines, acacia fruit, or beeswax. Now they've, it, it, uh, yeah, they've used intestines plenty of time. It's a no-brainer, right? So I mean, that's that's got to be there. Um, yeah, beeswax. That doesn't make that's gonna cause problems, but it makes sense. You said what'd you say? Beeswax? Is that what you yeah, said? Beeswax. yeah, beeswax. Not uh, not chapstick. For yeah, some reason. I, thought, <laughs> I was getting that. I got Burt's bees chapstick on the head for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with. Uh, Gonna go with the 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 bees the beeswax because it just with the beeswax it, it sounds reasonable. Okay, beeswax is absolutely correct. Oh. Yeah, uh, beeswax was never used as a contraceptive, but uh, animal intestines, acacia fruit, and crocodile poop are just three of the many three. things. Three that of we've the hundreds tried. and hundreds of things that men have put on their penis to yeah. have sex. By the way, it's that like, all of which work? can be found in the Italian film Moana goes to. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Brian's uh, reference to the fish and the condoms thing—that is a 2005 clip, which now I'll play now. Let's know this. Back in my day, I didn't use condoms. We used an old fish. Yeah, that's from that. That was an ELR thing, and that was yeah. uh, when I had a shit mic, and, or sorry, garbage mic, and uh, <laughs> garbage bag. And you could tell. All right, moving on. Sorry, right, whose uh, turn? My turn. Let's see, Brian starts Brian's this turn. one. Yeah, he stole. Hey, Brian, if you uh, drop dead on a cruise, the next thing that happens is, A, you'll get your own cabin free of charge. T, they'll leave you behind at the first stop they make. C, you'll get sent to the morgue because every ship has one. Or D, they'll lock you in your cabin until the cruise is over. Oh, jeez. What if it's a 7 to 14 day cruise, man? (laughs) Yeah. 
so I'm, I'm going through the, the choices really quick here. Just sure. Okay, so you wouldn't want to lock in your own cabin because you might be traveling with somebody. That'd be bad. They right. probably don't have a morgue. Maybe they do. I watched The Love Boat. I don't remember there being a morgue. I don't remember Gopher going down <laughs> and storing the bodies or anything, but maybe. Can I, I've got a real hot date with Charo. Can we use the morgue? Right. <laughs> It There's makes no, the most sense that you would get your own. Didn't you say like your own cabin, like yeah, specifically designated? Bro. Yeah, free of charge. They can't drop your body off just anywhere. They can't just go. Okay, we're ship it back. <laughs> yeah, we're in Barbados. Here you go. Leaving yeah. it here. So I'm gonna go with the. They have a specially designed room that's not a morgue, and they don't tell people that when they do actually rent it out. Or uh, yeah, mm-hmm. they don't tell people. Yeah. But it. it's the you'll that's get your own right. cabin free of charge is the one you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Is it you'll get your own cabin free of charge? It is not. Scott oh. gets the point. I'm going to say I think uh, it is the morgue. I think they put. Uh, I think they have to account for that many people. Like dude. some of those ships will hold a thousand people. I think they have to. They have to do the math and go. Well, we got to put them on ice somehow. They can't do it in the galley. Can't do it in the fridge. So let's do it that way. So I got. I think they probably have some space called a morgue or, or something like it. All right. Is it the morgue? It is the wow. morgue boat. Look at that. The morgue boat. Soon Everybody's we'll be taking dead. another <laughs> sniff. <laughs> they never really screwed us. You know, if they if if that sh- if Love Boat had ever done a storyline like that, it would have been uh-huh. so counter to the to the tone of that show. Oh, it like, really would have been. They would have done. They would have had to do it as like a weekend at Bernie's kind of thing, right? Like oh, where that would it's be uh, hilarious. Yeah. You know, oh no, so and so is is dies. That would be great. <laughs> That's amazing. I love uh, that. I love that fact. All right. I'm going to remember that and tell right. my friends. Scott, here's one you'll want to also remember. By the way, you've won the game, but uh, let's play this last uh, question for, for Take that. Uh, poops, poops and giggles. All right. Um, according to a study, 13% of Americans surveyed admitting to wearing the same pair of underwear, A, two days in a row, B, three days in a row, C, longer than a week, or D, almost two weeks. Oh, my God. Thirteen percent of Americans surveyed said that they wore their underwear. Well, speaking How of long? speaking of when I was this young, <laughs> I used to wear. I used to get a lot of mileage out of my underwear when I was a kid. I didn't care. Every day was Monday. Yeah, I didn't care. I was like, <laughs> my mom would say, well, one day inside and one day <laughs> inside right. out, and then you turn it around and then inside out again. Four days you can get out of the same pair. Mine would get all holy and like worn because they were my favorite pair. My mom would be like, "This oh. is horrible. I buy you underwear. Wear underwear." I'm like, "I do. It's just they last longer." And it was, it's a sad time in my young adolescence. Uh, so, if I was to guess what people would admit, three. That's what I'm saying. Three. three days in a row? Yeah. 13%. Right. Is the answer three days in a row? It is not. Brian, you get a point. Damn it. Uh, your remaining choices are two days in a row, longer than a week, or almost two weeks. I'm going to say longer than a week. I don't think anyone can go two weeks. Life changes in two weeks, right? Life changes. Life does change. Life finds a way. Yeah. <laughs> right. Life finds a way, especially if you have that in your in your pants oh yeah you'll grow life down there if you wear them for a week you will exactly Uh, is the answer longer than a week it is oh wow nicely done Uh, that is the correct answer you got the point anyway the uh, final score Scott 3 Brian 2 uh, which means that Matt Quanbro of England you're getting Guts and Glory and Ring of Pain 
But uh, Nick Milton, you're not not going away empty-handed because you didn't show up, so you're not not going away. Oh, no, that's um, yeah, I was going to say double negative doesn't work, but it actually does in this case. He's not it here. It does. Yeah. You're yeah. not not going away empty-handed. Uh, you're getting a copy of Garage Bad Trip. And nice. Yeah. Be emailing and if you those wear, to you today. Yeah, yeah. If you wear your underwear for longer than a week, you'll have a ring of pain. That's right. <laughs> that's right. You're not wrong. Uh, hey, here's the fun de- thing that I got to tell you guys about. Uh, Brian and I today launch a brand new podcast. As we gently and lovingly put Boop on the hiatus back burner, we're just going to set it there because we don't have gently. we don't have eight days a week. All right, everybody, just calm mm-hmm. yourselves mm-hmm. down. We got to mm-hmm. do what we want to do when we can do it. So that's what we're going to do, and we're going to start this retro gaming focused show called Play Retro, which you can get right now. You can early subscribe to it on whatever player, whatever service you use. It's all up there at frogpants.com/slash/playretro, and today. Uh, we're talking about Joust because Joust is one of the greatest games of all of time. Of course, you'd start with Joust. Yes, of course, of course. And How listen, do not start at Joust. It isn't just going to be no us choice. going. Hey, Joust is cool. I agree. See you next week. It's not that. All right. It's <laughs> in depth. You stuff. might be surprised how I feel about Joust. Yeah, I might be. <laughs> Sounds like me. Uh, I think that's the joke. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, you're going to want to get in there because we're going to go deep on this stuff. Who made it? Why'd they make it? How'd the sequel do? Pretty bad in this case. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, like the weird stories you've never heard around these games. A uh, bunch of audio, a bunch of extra stuff. If you like that stuff, if you're into video game preservation, that whole world. And then also how we play them in the modern sense. Because you can play Joust today in lots of ways. We'll talk about that. Yes. Uh, and more. So check it out. That's today at 3.30 Mountain Time, live at frogpants.tv. Uh, but if you want the podcast, it's all over on the main website, frogpants.com slash play retro. That's play retro. Brian, anything else you want to add? Why would I? I can't think of anything else. I'm just like so stoked about play retro. Why would I? I can't even nothing else right now. Just okay. Blinders. Boom. Right. Change your underwear right before it. we get, do the show. Change your underwear. No, you. No, you. Okay, he's gone. I got to say no, you last. You, you uh, did perfect. You timed that so perfectly. Uh, Matt and Nick uh, now have emails with their game codes in them. Oh, my Lord. You that. did all that then? That's fantastic. All that then. Boom. Diggity doll. That is efficient. Uh, That's right. In other words, that are synonymous with efficient. Well done. Uh, all right. <laughs> it's thrown it away already and everything. I love that. This New Year's, Brian's got New Year's resolutions, That's man. right. That's right. It's going to happen. Uh, by the way, listen to the, uh, at the very end of the show, I'm going to give away, um, I found one old shot glass and one old um, TMS challenge coin from our TMS Vegas oh, 2018 cool. meetup. I'm going to give cool. that away today, uh, or at least start a contest to give it away today. So yeah, uh, watch for that. You and I probably should also talk offline. How are we feeling about 2022 man we'll talk about that offline i mean i know that <clears throat> yeah we'll talk about yeah, it we'll offline. Talk, we'll talk offline we'll april's talk offline. april's far enough away where i'm still like it is i want to do this yeah but the world yeah. needs to get their shite together yes all right exactly. um what are we doing here let's do this uh let's do a quick news story we'll do one yeah yeah, yeah. we'll do one why not uh here you go people intro so long we have no time left just kidding hey it's the uh it's the news and uh, it's brought to you by 
by patron Sean White. Oh, the, the snowboarder? Yeah. Uh, he wants you to know the following. Quote, I stream a variety of games three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at 9.15 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash Sirenex. That's S-E-A-R-A-N-E-X. Viewers can even choose an avatar that can be seen during the stream. You can find me on Twitter at Sirenex as well. One more time, that's S-E-A-R-A-N-E-X. Your one big story of the day. Cats caused more than 100 house fires in the past three years in South Korea. Those effing cats. Those cats. Pet owners in South Korea have been warned to stay on their guard after more than 100 fires were started by freaking cats over the last three years. According to fire officials in the capital of Seoul... A statement Tuesday, sorry, Thursday from Seoul Metropolitan Fire and Disaster Department said cats caused a total of 107 house fires between January 2019 and November of this year. Uh, the cats are believed to have started fires by switching on electrical stoves, and the department said cats can turn, uh, can turn electric stoves on by jumping on touch-sensitive buttons. Uh, like our oven has that now, like a little, uh, that's how you start yeah. it. You just touch yeah, it. Yeah, ours does too. Yeah, a little uh, the inductive thing, though. So unless the cat's made out of metal, she ain't starting a fire. That's right. Uh, it says, once overheated, the appliances catch fire. Um, our oven, though, if it went to force 25 and then just sat there, it would eventually just go off. Yeah, the, our oven operates on a dial. Like, there's no way the cat's turning the dial. So well, that one's okay. Yeah, I think but the stove is all the stove is all touch. Sure, sure. Uh, Cat-related fires are continuing to occur recently, says Chung Goichol, an official in the department. We advise households with pets to pay extra attention as fires could spread widely when no one is at home. Department advised cat owners to remove flammable objects like paper towels from the stove. It suggests that uh, using an electric stove with an automatic lock function to prevent the risk of fires is the way to go. According to the department, pet-related house fires are on the rise! So so that was our public... uh, a helpful news story to help all the Koreans who listen to our show <laughs> who didn't hear about this in any other way uh, to take care of yourselves and kill all your cats. That's the answer. Kill the cats. Oh, wait. I shouldn't say that. Don't kill the cats. <laughs> oh, my God. Let the cats live. It's they, really, they didn't really do got dark quick. It did. Wow. Well, let's get a little darker even. Let's take a break. When we come back, Steven Schleicher will be here. Talking about comics and whatnot, so stick around for that. Yeah. We got a great new mashup today, all sorts of fun Monday stuff. Before that, a song. Sure. In uh, just under three weeks, the band uh, Goodnight Texas will release their new studio album. How long will it take them to die? Uh, this is a brand new LP from a band that's not in Texas, even though they're called Goodnight Texas. They're they're actually bi coastal. Uh, one uh, one of them is in San Francisco. The other one is in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. But they. Um, uh, they get together, record, and perform. Um, if the name sounds familiar, uh, these guys also contributed a song to the Metallica tribute album called the Metallica Blacklist. Oh, I love that. That came out. Yeah. It's such a great cover album. Uh, they did a version of, of Wolf and Man that came out uh, last year on that album. Nice. Um, this is the track Borrowed Time. It's from their previous, it's from a from a 2021 release, so not from the new album, but this will give you an idea of their style. Very Mumford & Sons, kind of folky. Here is... Good night, Texas. One, two, three. Made it down to earth a couple hours ago. Man, I don't know what they've done with the place. Yeah, they got gravity, but I like it better in space. Made it into town a couple minutes ago. You know where, but you want to know why. 
Whose toy is it? Mine. Who played with it last? I did. Who lost it? I did. Whose fault is it? Yours. Go play with Tinker Toy, you f***ing child. The soundtrack to your facial key yeah. exercises. This is the morning stream. Ah. <laughs> well, I effed that up, everybody. Hey, welcome to this part of the show where I ask Brian what that song was again. Brian, what was it? That song was uh, Borrowed Time by the band Goodnight Texas. Uh, very nice. Hey, ah. Carter, is that Carter in the chat? Hold on. My daughter's here. I, I need to. She is, she is here. Need yeah. to give her some heat. She's. Uh, she was part of this tape extraction project and. Uh, I want to share one of these one of these with you guys, okay? So right. this is uh Carter. Let's see if I can find it. Okay. This is her mumbling. She's just a baby little baby. But there's one of these here. Uh where is it? Oh, this is where I scare her when she's little. And okay. she used to cry when I'd do that. So uh enjoy. <laughs> Yeah. Come on. Sounds about right. Yeah. It's the father's prerogative. You're supposed to be a dork and scare your kids sometimes. And it's all I right. love that you recorded yourself scaring and making Carter cry <laughs> and kept that tape. Like, oh, so yeah. Hell this yeah. will be good someday in yeah. case uh, she needs. Uh, Proof or therapy? Yeah, I actually, you know, captured it out. Here, is, here she is saying "ba." Yeah, that's cute. See, he's kind of cute. cute. Yeah. yeah, she was a cute little thing then. She was probably eight months old then, or something. Anyway, <laughs> she does sound like air getting left let out of a balloon. It's that tape, you guys. It's just yeah, old. It's a bad, bad tape. Old. Um. All right, we're gonna call uh, Stephen. Um, I believe that is what his mother calls him. It is his <laughs> with, a, with an H. His, his, his given name, and uh, here's this: Stephen Schleicher. Stephen Schleicher. <laughs> Look who it is! It's 2022's Stephen Schleicher, all the way from Major Spoilers in Hayes, Kansas, who joins us on Mondays and talks comics and other cool stuff all the time. Stephen, welcome to the show. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hey, Hello. can I ask you guys uh, collectively here? Did we all did we like the new James Bond? Have we all seen it? Or have we? Yeah. Okay. I have seen it. You have. Did you did, I, I did you like it? it? Okay. I all did right. I I enjoyed it. I don't think it was the best James Bond film ever, but I think mm-hmm. for the Craig run, I thought thought it was a perfect uh, conclusion to the Craig run. It was pretty mm-hmm. good. I liked it uh well enough, although I think uh Casino Royale and Skyfall are probably still my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, um, I um my oldest son and I sat down and watched all the James Bond films. Mm-hmm. He really oh, wow. enjoyed all of them. Well, no, no, no. I'm sorry. All the Craig, just all the Daniel Craig, oh, okay. all, all the Craig films. Sure. He really, really enjoyed the first one. Mm-hmm. He thought yeah. Skyfall was pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, this last one, he was just like, eh, I didn't really care for it. This new one, you I, mean? I, I, there were a few things I really liked about No Time to Die that they they've never done in a James Bond film before, and I won't say you know obviously some of the big spoilery things, but one of the things that surprised me was them using a musical cue, a song from an earlier James Bond film that wasn't part of the current actor's run. They used a little oh, bit of yeah. uh, We Have All the Time in the World from uh, Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah, that surprised which, me a little bit. Which is a cool pull. Like, oh, wow, that's a great a great little 
And I, I somehow avoided listening or hearing the Billie Eilish song the entire time it was like mm-hmm. available to hear. And so this is my first hearing of it. I liked mm-hmm. it. It's good. Yeah. It's yeah. a good James Bond uh, well, thing. It's it came fine. out like 18 months before the actual film. And so everybody had time to forget about it. And yeah. Then- yeah. Well, yeah, I guess there's so. A, uh, there's kind of a bit of a spoiler. Uh, Dynamite Entertainment has their own James Bond comic book series. Mm-hmm. And one of the, because they held that final James Bond movie back for so long, there's actually a character who appears in the movie with a certain three-digit number identifier mm. who actually was in the comics before they they showed her off in, oh, in the movie. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I don't know where they go from here. It's an interesting uh, way of ending that that whole series for him, but uh, it had some problems. It was a little overlong. I think it had some of the best stunts in the history mm-hmm. of the series. Like They were amazing stunts, some of them. Um, and Anna de Armas, uh, for me, can do no wrong. She the one shooting she is, up the place in the middle. Chart? Yes, yeah the the the, uh, the Bond girl, uh, the hilarious Bond girl uh, shoot 'em up scene. She's great. She is. She's always good and everything. But she is knives out. She's gonna be playing Marilyn Monroe in a, a new biopic that's coming to Netflix, I believe. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she's yeah. great in um, uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. She is. Blade yep. Runner. Have you heard of it? Have you heard of that movie? It's very good. Oh, wait. Our thing doesn't say Blade Runner. It just says Dune and Mad Max. All right. Sorry. Now that you've already said Dune. <laughs> exactly. So, Stephen, we're going to do something a little different with you today. Um, okay. As usual, you know, the kind of Christmas through New Year's era uh, is, is pretty low on brand new news. I mean, CES hasn't even started yeah. yet. Like, there's just not a lot well, going on. How many people are... People are. I'm sure Tom will talk about this, but there's so many people dumping out of CES again. So yeah, it's crazy. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll get into that more on Wednesday. But uh, you, you, one of the things that happens a lot is we get on here and we talk about a comic book that we really like, mm-hmm. or we found one on Comicsology, or check out Infinite. They have a whole the whole run of blah blah blah, whatever. And it sometimes occurs to me that there's some listeners who are like, well, how do I even get into them? Like I've gone my whole life without not reading comics. They're now more accessible than ever what should I do? I actually get this question on Twitter all the time. Like, which app should I get? Uh, how much should I get all the apps? Uh, who do I start with? If I've never read a Batman comic, who's the best run to start with? That sort of thing. So you're the genius. You come in here and you tell us, how do I get into comics in 2022? Go. Uh, it's a complicated question. Because, so the main reason why I say it's a complicated question is because everybody's taste is going to be different, yeah. right? So uh, when I may like Batman and I may say, oh, you got to read this Batman, this Batman, and this Batman. And you may be like, but I don't really like Batman. I'm more of a Captain America fan, something like that. So mm-hmm. it really kind of depends on your particular taste. As far as getting into a lot of mainstream comics, there's a couple of ways to do it. Uh, number one, last week I went over some of the, uh, what I considered some of the best comics of 2021. Uh, that may be a great place to start because most of those are, you know, closed systems, meaning that they're not, they haven't been running since 1938. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so those are very easy to jump into six issues and it's done and you're out. So something like that might be a, a, a great way to do it. Another one is to look at, you know, let's just say that you are into, I don't know, pick a, pick a favorite comic book uh, franchise there, Brian. Uh, well, for me, uh, the Uncanny X Men. I was just gonna say Spider-Man. Uncanny. Yeah. I was just gonna say Uncanny X Men. That's so uncanny yeah. of you that you were gonna uncannily say it. <laughs> uncanny. Yeah. Yes. So the one of the problems with Uncanny X Men, of course, is that there are, or any X Men title is that there are so many characters mm-hmm. and it's very hard to get into it. And timelines and everything. Yeah. yeah exactly. So yeah. one thing that you can do is look for greatest X Men. Uh, just do a search for greatest X Men stories of all time. 
and you'll yeah. find things like um, the Dark uh, Phoenix oh, Saga, the Dark Phoenix Saga, <laughs> or what's the one where they go to the future and everyone's dead? Days uh, of Future Past. Days of Future Past. You can go yeah. and you can find those pretty easily, and they're kind of self-contained enough to where you can go in and read it. Although, if you read the Dark Phoenix Saga, there's a whole thing with the um, uh, what's the club that is is totally Hellfire, yeah, the, the Hellfire, Hellfire Club, club. Mm-hmm. that is not going to make any sense to you because a lot of that storyline <laughs> happened before the Dark Phoenix uh, Saga collection. Right, so, yeah. so there are those you can go and find the greatest stories of of these characters, and you can go in and jump into those. Of course, they have trade paperback collections that uh, collect uh, storylines, complete storylines, and that's another way that you can get into it. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that I would suggest to people, especially if you're wanting to just say, man, I think I'll just start reading Amazing Spider-Man, which right now is is going through a really interesting uh, storyline with everything that's going in there. A lot of the Marvel comics, and this is why I praise Marvel a lot for some of the great things that they do, um, just jump in. Sometimes you just have to jump into a storyline and just start reading. And one of the nice things that Marvel does is right inside the front cover, they have a thing that says, Previously in Amazing Spider-Man or Uncanny X-Men or Rob Liefeld's Deadpool, <laughs> you know, they have like a paragraph or two or sometimes three that yeah. says, here's everything you need to know as you're going into this story. Wow. And then from there, you can kind of figure out, oh, OK, now this means this and this means that. And if I continue to read, a lot more of this stuff will be put uh, together. So Marvel does a great job of 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 that, trying uh... to be new reader friendly with the previously in you know, segment. you saying that totally takes me back to those old, the the title page, the splash pages of mm-hmm. comics where mm-hmm. they would do that all the time, right? Like, uh, number one, you'd get an like a, a two-sentence origin story, bitten by a radioactive spider, Peter Parker, blah, 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 blah. But then yeah. um, sometimes on the splash page, you'd get a little recap of the story so far for the current story yep. arc. Yeah. And they and they do that. It's in the, it's in the credits in the you know when they have the title page and they have all the credits in there. Yeah. They also have a, a paragraph or two that just says previously in. And if you have been out of a series for a while, if you're trying to get into a series for a while, Marvel does a great job of that. Some of the other publishers have attempted to do some of that, but um, they don't they don't do it as well as Marvel, in my opinion. So that's that's one thing that I give Marvel a lot of credit for, and which makes it for someone like me who is not a huge Marvel fan. To jump in and just pick up a comic and go, oh, what's going on here in Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, well, this is interesting. And then uh, just follow along with that. It's hard to sum stuff up, stuff up sometimes because those stories can get so convoluted. But you're right. They do a pretty good mm-hmm. job of, of doing that. Yeah. And that, was, and that was something I don't know how recently Marvel has been doing that. I know they've been doing it since you know at least the last 10 or 15 years. But way back in the days when, you know, you had, uh, what is it, Mojo World or whatever that mm-hmm. that uh, that line was, they didn't have any of that in the comics. And that's when I decided to try to get into X-Men the first time. And I was like, holy crap, I don't understand mm-hmm. anything that's going on. <laughs> and I exited X-Men just as quickly. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, another place to kind of get into comics is Free Comic Book Day. Uh, free Comic mm-hmm. Book Day happens, uh, well, in the last couple of years, it's been kind of on and off. Um, but it returns in May for Saturday in May in 2022. And that's a great way to get a sampling of a bunch of different comics to see what the publishers are banking on as being some of the big titles or the big events that they have coming uh, forth uh, in the next six to eight months. And so that might be a great introduction to just seeing what uh, what kind of things um, strike your fancy. Sure. Uh, and pretty much all of the gold publishers, so that's Archie, Dark Horse, um, DC, Marvel, IDW, and Image Comics have free comics that are like totally free for you. And then a lot of the other publishers, uh, the smaller publishers like Dynamite and the others, also will have some kind of offering 
for you to pick up uh, for a free comic book day. So that's something that you can go and check out uh, as well. That's awesome. Uh, by the way, I have an answer to my Batman question uh, before which, I forget. Which is what? When What's people say, I mean, I love, I love Batman comics. I think it's the best stuff there is. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so many places to go and start. And like, it's a, there's a yeah. million places you can go. It's a lot like trying to find Spider-Man and get in, you know, when you want to get in. Um, but I want to just give a shout out to Sean Murphy's White Knight series. Mm-hmm. Um, it does require a little bit of foreknowledge of like, well, I at least know, need to know who the Joker is and things like that. So it kind of assumes you're you're at least familiar with the universe Batman inhabits. But yeah. man, that is some of my favorite stuff in the world. And Sean Murphy does, does both the art and the story for those books. Uh-huh. Um, and it, he's fantastic. The current run, I guess, is Curse of the White Knight, which I am not caught up on. But the original White Knight, Batman White Knight series, uh, is some of the best stuff you'll ever see. And that guy, that guy puts a collar on Batman, and that should not work. Mm-hmm. That should look like shit, uh, garbage. Sorry, that should look hey, bad. <laughs> don't don't kink shame this guy. Uh, it, <laughs> but in the comic, it looks so cool. He makes he somehow makes collared up Batman look awesome. And I think oh. there's even a a brief moment in the latest trailer of the new Batman movie where he's where he's rocking the collar. And I'm excited mm-hmm. to see if that if that works on film. Oh, interesting. But, yeah, I would say if you've seen the the second Christopher Nolan, the Joker, um, Christopher Nolan Batman movie, then White Knight is something that will help you get into that very easily. Oh yeah, super super easy. All right, sorry. Continue on your track here. I just wanted to point uh, that one out. So the other thing is, don't be afraid to do some research. Wikipedia uh, is a great resource to just kind of go in and get kind of get a big overview of characters and storylines. And yeah, it may may require you to do a little bit of work. But you can just go in and casually browse the history of, you know, whatever the title is. And the next thing you know, you're like, oh, I feel confident enough that I can go in and pick up a comic and start reading it. Or vice versa, read the comic book. And when you get to a part where you're like, I have no idea what's going on here, mm-hmm. go to Wikipedia and you're going to find you're going to find that information. Hmm. Yeah. That's you know, a- like, who is Taskmaster? I don't know. Let's go and find out. Yeah, Wikipedia is awesome for that. Like, I'm doing that now. I'm looking up um, mm-hmm. uh, whatever you want. It'll have this huge uh, breakdown of even the most obscure comics. So mm-hmm. if you're like, man, I need to know what uh, Jean Grey did before all this Phoenix business, I promise you it's there. You're going to get the synopsis like you never read before in your life, and you'll catch up completely. It's like TV and movies and stuff, too. But Yep. Um, and then, yeah. of course, you've got other websites like Major Spoilers. I'll throw in my own little plug here. Um, we have been for the last year, we've been running this series, and I believe it's continuing into 2022, called, called So You Want to Read Comics. Mm. And every week, um, uh, Jonathan comes up with, here's a theme, uh, you know, space. And then he'll say, here's a couple of comic books that are space themed that you should go and check out and go try out. And so he's got that that we've been running up there. Uh, for a for a couple of I want to say maybe two years now. So mm-hmm. uh, look, you can go and look forward to that. It comes out on Tuesdays at Majorspoilers.com. Cool. Yeah. I uh, uh, and that's the other thing. If you want to go, if you want like a kind of a daily dose of what's happening in comics, or just want to get in the mood for it, Majorspoilers.com mm-hmm. is a place to do that, man. Oh, gee, thanks. Yeah. Every time I go there, it's like, oh, look at this place. This is like walking and into my comic store. You know, it's like. Yeah, and I, I'll say we do try to keep it mostly comic books, although sometimes television and films will pop in sure. there as well. Um, and so if you go to some of the other sites, I'm not saying the other sites are bad because many of them are very good, but they kind of are scattered in their pop culture coverage, trying to do a little bit of everything as opposed to just focusing on on comic books. Sure. So. Hey, uh, do you have any old tapes of you as a kid saying stuff? 
I, somewhere, I mean, I used to just, you know, when I got a recorder, I would record anything and everything. So I'm sure my mom somewhere has cassette yeah. tapes of, of me doing that stuff, but nothing blackmailable uh, like uh, you have on your kids. <laughs> like I so. have on my kids. <laughs> uh, well, I, I was curious because it just feels like maybe it was the standard procedure for guys of our age. Uh, we're, we're kids. We got tape recorders. Oh yeah. We go nuts. Yeah. Let me, let me tell you, uh, back in the day I used to play uh, trumpet in band when I was in middle school. Yeah. Hated practicing. I was good, but I hated practicing. So, uh, one time I took one of my practice sessions, recorded it on my tape recorder. And then when mom would be like, go upstairs and practice your trumpet, I would go upstairs, pop the cassette in, Mm -hmm. crank it all the way up as loudly as it would go. And everyone else in the house, it sounded like I was practicing and that worked for about, two or three weeks until one day my dad walked in and here I am reading, you know, a comic book or something. And the tape player is, is playing my, my trumpet practice. That's amazing. That was the end of that. That's amazing though. I love it. That's a Ferris Bueller thing you're pulling off there. That's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. This would have been in 80. What would have this been in? 82, 83, somewhere. Probably 81. So you're probably like 10, 11, maybe. uh, 11, 12. Yeah. Yeah. 11, 12, somewhere around there in, in middle school. Uh, it was great. Uh, well, uh, Stephen, as always, a pleasure to do this. Um, some exciting yeah. stuff happening throughout the year with uh, various people around your network, including, uh, let's just say, some guest spots coming up over there. Oh, yeah. This uh, this week, everybody's going to want to uh, ch- tune in for the return of Finally Friday over on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash major spoilers. Uh, for the very first episode, that's this Friday, uh, 4.30 p.m. Central Time. So do the math wherever you live. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, gamifying your life, mm. and I really don't know anything about that. So I'm going to bring in Coverville's own Brian Ibbett. Oh, I know that guy. What? To come in and talk all about uh, gamification and how you can use it to, you know, uh, accomplish goals to improve your life, those kinds of things. So it should be a really cool conversation because I have so many con- uh, questions. And we're also going to be taking uh, questions from the audience, too. So if you've got questions about how to gamify your life, Brian's going to come in this Friday, 4.30 p.m. Central Time over on the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash major spoilers. And we're going to talk about that. Very, very cool. I look forward to that. Uh, Steven Schleicher, a.k.a. uh, uh, the man who brings us all things major spoilers. Majorspoilers.com is the place. Major spoilers on Twitter. Steven, it's a new year. Should we do anything about our water intake this year? Uh, Yes, uh, please stay hydrated. Bye now. Excellent. Uh, everything nice. good? You had to make a run there? Everything all right? I uh, had to run pee. And then the dog said, oh, oh, you're, oh, I, I could do that too. I could, I could pee too. Yeah. And, uh, and they got to go outside for that pee. <sighs> and they're slower. Well, Daisy. It's just it, Daisy. Just one dog now. Oh, she's just, slow because she's old. Yeah, she is old. She's how old now? How many years? She is uh, on the cusp of 14. Oh my gosh. That's an old yeah. dog. Wow. She's an old pup. All right. And guess what? I can still teach her new tricks. I just can't teach her how to yeah, of course. How to not pee when she sees me pee. So now, are you one of those people that as she gets on, are you going mm-hmm. to bring a crossover dog in to like, mm-hmm. no, no, no more dogs? That was what we did. Daisy was our crossover. Uh, yeah. No, I take that back. And Nara was our crossover cat because um, we knew Ruby was getting old and not going to. Uh, live forever, and so we brought Anara in as a companion for Daisy, and Anara turned into a companion for me. Although, you know what? She loves Daisy, and when there's 
lightning or or something that's upsetting Daisy, Inara will just rub back and forth, like stand up and do that cat thing where it's like, Aww, that's cute. Rub back and forth on her. It is adorable, yeah. and they play together and stuff like that. So hmm. I now have to worry about Inara, but uh, Team and I decided no, we want to do some traveling. So right now, a dog is a is a, um, a secondary thing. Gotcha. Now that makes sense. If you're gonna be yeah. going all over the place. Don't don't take a don't have a dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love I dogs it. though. It's gonna be so hard to not have a dog. But yeah, uh, I can't even imagine it. But mm-hmm. I mean, there'll probably come a day where I'm feeling the same. Yeah. Uh, all right, there goes Stephen. Here comes mashup. Yeah, that's right. TMS mashups. Woo! Jamie put it together. It's a first mashup of 2022. This one is called Peter's Parker. <laughs> I don't know what that's about, but we're gonna play it. We're <laughs> oh, find I do. Out. This is spoiler, people. I can't remember what we said. Anyway, here it is. Enjoy. Is it a spo- It's not a spoiler, is it? No, okay. no. It's just any Spider-Man reference. Now the joke is oh, because that guy made me paranoid. You guys don't know about it, but I had a, I had a run-in that yeah. bummed me out because I, I actually went back and listened to the whole thing. What a waste of time. Yeah. Because <laughs> it didn't do anything that he and said. We didn't did. spoil anything. And then he yes. finally admits it in the follow-up email. I sent you those emails, yeah, right? You did. Yeah, exactly. Well, and it wasn't that you spoiled anything; is that you could have, and you, and that's why I had to quit. Yeah. Like, All right. Well, Great. We would have lost. We lost you anyway. And I'm you, sorry to see you go. You have a gun, and you you were going to murder someone. Well, I didn't murder anyone, but you had one, so you're probably going to murder them. <laughs> All right. Anyway, here it is. It's the Monday mashup you've all been waiting for. Peter's Parker. Just a early get you wet kind of uh, geez, yeah uh, yeah wet your whistle. <laughs> I'm wet. Thank okay. you. Thank Great. You. How <laughs> tiny or how big is that? <laughs> she tells me I have to get it up at least an inch and a half to two inches. So Interesting. I put, okay. So I put my finger where that is. Okay. Yeah. So to make yeah. sure I've got that much length on it. I just wanted to tell you, quit shitting in my bush. Hey, Jude. I love Sean Moore. Gonna treat him like he's related. I can tell you when what's his name stopped being my Peter Parker, Tobey Maguire. You want to know when? He's... When he came out dancing in uh, Venom Three, Spider-Man Three. No, that should have been it. But what it really was was some article in some magazine uh-huh. where he showed his wiener. It was his full wiener. Would you like your food to be made out of yeah. maggots and crickets? Yeah, <laughs> they don't know. No. <laughs> Those are bugs. <laughs> Rock you, Raggy. <laughs> Rock off. <laughs> I'm grieving. You people are crazy. <laughs> Watch your little Scooby snacks. <laughs> Shizapu is a cross between Shia, Zoo, and Toy. Shizapu. Oh, he's talking about the dog still. I thought we yeah, were finding yeah. out this guy's name of origin or something. No. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, forget it. No, CVS it's just is the definitely Shizapu without the cock. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it too early for me to get a fish sandwich, boys? <laughs> They're kind of moist. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's a little um, not wet, but like mushy. Uh, all right. Yeah, I think well, they are macaques. Macaque. Macaque? Macaques. Macaques. What you got there, buddy? Ah, uh, it's nothing but macaque. Like that? <laughs> well, you changed it to meacock. Yeah. Uh, which... <laughs> Panic on the streets of Lavoo. <laughs> Catch the monkey, catch the monkey, catch the monkey. Oh, was it that movie with DiCaprio and them? The not Aviator. Uh, no, um, definitely not. Gatsby? That. Maybe. I don't know, but Tobey Maguire has his wiener out in it, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it was something about him where you had to read. I really liked him as an actor until I saw his penis. 
I would go see all of his movies. Yeah. Until and, I saw until his Until I saw his penis. Yep, that's how it is. He had his Peter Parker out. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, actually, I have a little follow-up on this. Chat yeah, room just saw this. I'll put it in, uh, in our Discord. I'll probably delete it because someone, some guest is going to wonder what the hell we're doing. Um, but that's the picture. Now, I blocked, I censored the units, okay? That's right, why this right. is okay for uh, for, for uh, Twitch. But anyway, that's Toby Maguire over there on the far right. This, I don't know who this is in the foreground here, but then that's DiCaprio behind them. And it was some article. It was probably online, which is why I have or was able to find the image. It probably wasn't a magazine like I thought. But anyway, they're just laying around with their wieners out. Right. And I don't know why. It's the weird little bathrobe, uh, 101 Dalmatians print uh, yeah. <laughs> wiener fest. Oh, was that? That's Sausage David party. Blaine? That's David Blaine? Oh, David Blaine. Yeah, that would be because that's... Uh, <laughs> He's he's friends with DiCaprio. Okay. I guess he's friends with uh, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, who knows if they still hang out? But I yeah. don't. I don't like that. You know, we always talk about what women do uh, during their slumber parties. This is what guys do during yeah. ours. We yeah. just uh, we put on sports and then we put on matching 101 Dalmatians bathrobes and rock yeah. out with our. <laughs> yeah, we, it's we, fake fake nudes. Yeah, everyone in the chat or a bunch of you are saying it's fake, but I don't know how you know that. It doesn't look photoshopped to me. But oh no, uh, it absolutely is fake. It, is it, it fake? It actually, did get debunked. Yes, so you can like you oh. can like Toby Maguire again. It oh, is okay. A, now uh, I like him again. Now he's now he's all good with me. I can walk. Yeah. Somebody, uh, where did they put it? Um, was it in Discord? I'm going to find the. Uh, because they sent the actual, they posted the actual photo. Yeah. I saw that photo, but I didn't see. Oh, you mean yeah. the one that they've doctored, you're saying? The one they've doctored. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Don't search <laughs> fake Toby Maguire nude photo. Don't search that. Okay. Jeez. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know where I, I must have been suckered. And this just shows you how strong misinformation can be. Because I think some article suckered me into thinking this was like legit. Totally did. Yeah. yeah. Here you go. Here's the actual photo, Scott. Okay. And uh, I'm going to hate this, aren't I? You are. All right. I'm waiting. It's coming. Here it is. Oh. Mm -hmm. So they're just in robes and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I assume exactly. they put heads on naked people, not not added naked nakedity to these people. Nope. You, you know what I'm saying? Yes, right. No, these they really just added nakedity to the uh, to Toby and Blaine. Okay. And then somehow left uh, left uh, Leo out of it. Yeah, like they would have had to Photoshop an arm out of there, and uh, well, he'll, he'll have he has yeah. people. He'll have you killed. You have to be careful. Oh, they're at a sushi bar having uh, those are oni robes or whatever those are called. Here, chat. I can put this up here now. So yeah, you guys are right. There you go. I'm going to tell my great grandchildren that. Uh, that it was the other way around. This was the original photo. Or no, <laughs> the other one was the original, and this has been photoshopped right. to cover Somebody them up. Somebody photoshopped clothes, more more clothes on Toby McGuire and David <laughs> Blaine. I love it. Ah, it's good stuff. All right. Uh, big thanks to Jamie for that mashup. That was awesome. A reminder about Retro Play, or Play Retro, rather. That's today. Uh, uh, TV. I wrote, I, I wrote it backwards in there for some reason. Why did I do no, that? I did. I put that in there because oh. uh, I want to just throw a reminder in there. Retro. There we go. Play Retro. It's uh, frogpants.com slash play retro. Get all the details there. We're very excited about it. If you like old games, you're going to love what we do with it. 
uh, soundography also happening. What's going on there? Yeah, a new episode just got posted this morning. Uh, Hammond and I go to 1996. Alternative was in full swing. Grunge was happening still. Some late grunge. Uh, uh, plus, you were getting punk pop or pop punk. Brit pop was huge. Mm-hmm. Lots of great stuff that we talk about on today's episode of soundography. Very, very nice. Now, yeah. chat room, don't leave because after we're done here, we sew things up because you guys are like early responders, right? First responders to the TMS show. Uh, I'm going to give away that that shot glass and TMS challenge coin that I found while cleaning out my office. And uh, we'll do that after the show. All right. Before right. title. So stick around. Okay. I think that's okay. it. I want to thank everybody for joining us. And also for those who have uh, supported us on patreon.com slash TMS. We'll read some of those names this week. The important part of this I wanted to mention was it's a brand new week and month. That means. And year. Yeah, and year. So if you want to, if you've been just holding back and you're like, man, I don't know about this. Maybe in the new year. Now's your time. Here's your chance. Click that link. Patreon.com slash TMS. Yes. For everything else, it's frogpants.com slash TMS, and that will do it for today's show, except for a song Brian has prepared with his own hands. Brian? I did. I, I molded it out of clay. Uh, <laughs> this one goes to Ambassador Domo, uh, Robert Monty, uh, a sad dedication here. Uh, Robert says, it's been five years since my Annie passed away. It would have been our 21st year wedding anniversary on January 1st. She loved uh, Psycho Killer by the Talking Heads because the phrase Keskese is pronounced similar to her last name, which was Keskis. In fact, she even got that phrase tattooed on her forearm. Uh, Leave song and style choice in your hands. Thanks. And um, thank you, Ambassador Domo, and sorry to hear about that. That is... um, that's a rough anniversary and a rough thing to get reminded of every year. And, and uh, I admire your strength and, uh, uh, you know, always consider you a good friend since we hung out in Philadelphia years and years and years ago, playing video games at that arcade bar, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, plus his, uh, his house is a pokey stop or it's, it's a former church that is a pokey stop. It's really cool. <gasps> He's living my dream. I always wanted to live in a former church. An old burn an go. old uh, you know uh, renovated church is my yeah. dream life. I would love oh, it. Well, oh well. You'll you'll have to check it out. I think it's haunted church, so it's really cool. Um all right, let's let's play a cover of Psycho Killer. Of course originally by the Talking Heads. Um since she liked that French phrase kiss que so much, let's listen to a French version of the song. It's still sung in English but it's definitely a French singer. Here is Black Mighty Wax with their cover of Psycho Killer. Bye. 
of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. A what? <laughs>